love you. I don't know why I just completely took away the title. Welcome about Couch Potatoes. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I got so excited and doing my crappy chipmunk voice. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. <laughs> and I am the face of Sleon. Um, I'm not entirely sure that my voice can go that high. <laughs> and I'm the face of Sleon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I can do it. Um, I love you, Couch Potatoes. <laughs> I bet this sounds terrible. Come <laughs> yeah, away. Uh, we're here to talk about some animated movies. This is, as uh, the Green Traveler said, "Green and Faceless on the Couch," a podcast about movies and TV. And we're doing a stare go, uh, which means new movies. And we have two yeah. animated movies from 2022. Woo woo! Yeah. See, we were going to originally um, do our first movie that we're going to talk about, Bubble, with uh, the upcoming Lightyear, the the Toy Story uh. spinoff, which I'm very excited to see. Uh, I can't wait for that. But, again, as we have mentioned on the show, you have uh, theater restrictions for understandable reasons, and therefore, I'll probably just be green ketchuping that later on. But uh, I, I actually do have some green ketchups today, if you're... Uh, Oh, sure. If you're interested in hearing them. No. No, you're not. Yeah, <laughs> no, not today. <laughs> no, smother me. Smother me and cover me. I, I actually think I might have forgotten what they were. Let me look let me look this up. I might have actually already covered Yeah, I already covered it because I already talked Top Gun Maverick, didn't I? You did. Yeah. Yep, so whatever. Never mind. Scratch that. We do not have a green well, ketchup today. Sorry, to right. potatoes. Today we're going in dry. <laughs> <laughs> see, I thought. Oh, that's what it was. I thought there was going to be because uh, I was planning on going to see a movie this last weekend, but instead I watched the other movie we're going to talk about today, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I'm like, yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> I don't need to go to the theaters this weekend. That's what it was. That is probably what it was. So. What we did do, as you said, is watch these movies, and we didn't right. have to pay extra money for them besides the money that we pay monthly, because Bubble is on <laughs> Netflix, is a Netflix-associated anime movie, <clears throat> so it was done Indeed. in Japan first, and uh, it, it, it rather Japanese- and maybe it was done at the same time with English. I'm not sure how the Netflix association works. Uh, but we watched, at least I watched it in English. Did, did you watch yeah, it? I did too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because we're English speakers. And so I will be talking about the English cast. Honestly, I, I kind of wish I had watched it in Japanese because, uh, spoiler alert, I was fuck all bored by this one so i feel like something pulling me in and like right. keeping my focus like me having to read subtitles i think that would have helped me out a lot because quite i don't possibly. know what it was about this movie i like within 10 minutes i was just kind of like dull-eyed and i was i was 100 sober i will not lie to you Potato. sometimes i do watch films and i am not sober i feel like a lot of us do that we have long work days and you just sometimes need something to take the edge off 
And yeah. that's typically when I'll watch a film is right after work. And then, you know, I got to take that edge off. This film, however, complete sober. Like, I was, I was ready to watch this. I sat down on the couch. I was excited because I love anime. And within, like, 10 to 15 minutes, I was just glassy-eyed, like, staring, like, like kind of looking over at my phone, being like, hmm, I could do stuff on that. You know, and, and within 30 minutes, I was doing that. I was just on my phone. Like, it, I, don't know, so I don't know what it was. Because- it did take me a lot longer to get bored with it, but I will say up front that there was at least a moment that I was bored with it. But I do yeah. think that some people will find enjoyment out of this movie, uh, particularly because it is beautiful. The animation is Yeah, it is, is absolutely amazing. beautiful. Um, yeah. it's, uh, I, I do want to say it's directed by Tetsuro Araki. Thank um, you. I don't know much of his stuff, but uh, I have heard quite a lot of people say that he's one of the better directors in anime today. So, you know, I, I do give him props. The, the visuals are phenomenal. Yeah, they really are. Uh, so, this story is based in Tokyo, but it is a version of Tokyo where this catastrophic event happens where uh, a bubbles explode the city and scatter throughout the city and also big bubble dome around the city. And for some reason inside this bubble, gravity is a little bit weird. It's a little bit lighter. It's considered a hazard and the city is vacated. But these orphan kids, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say boys because that's what they say in the movie. Uh, They start occupying the city themselves, uh, even though that's illegal. And that they keep on mentioning that, but it really has no bearing (laughs) on on the story. Uh, But they start these uh, parkour groups inside the city so the 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 show is primarily about them competing in this event that i can't quite remember what the event is called uh but they do these parkour tracks try not to fall into like the gravity black holes that are around uh (laughs) and uh they there are bubbles and the bubbles are unpoppable for some reason and they can jump off of them if they know what they're doing and it is they they can be for resources really and it's like stuff that gets dropped in by the government or something and then uh yeah it gets Which parsed is another out. confusing thing yeah it is confusing because they're not supposed to be there but then also they are the government's just like here, here here we're gonna help you out <laughs> yeah even yeah. though we've condemned this area and said don't live here we'll allow you to live here and give you supplies <laughs> uh so <clears throat> one of these groups uh the blue flames uh they have blue blazes the blue blazes thank you they have one particularly good uh runner named hibiki he is voiced by Zach Angular um, <laughs> in uh, the English version. And he is just really swift, super good. He also wears headphones, and later it's revealed it's because he has 
uh, oversensitive hearing. And because of that, he can hear the song that the bubbles sing. And he's the only one. And so for all intensive purposes, this could have just been a show about parkour. But the bubbles, they decide to save Hibiki after he falls into the ocean by forming a girl that they name Uta. And she is voiced by Emi Lo in... Um, Uta means song. Yes. In, uh, Japanese. Yeah. yeah it, it, um, it, it, at least that's what it is referenced to in the English dub. Um, but... Yeah, yeah. So, Emi Lo voices her. And she is this... Uh, She's very cute, you know. Anime is very good at cute, and yeah. she, uh, her costume because she based herself off of uh, ruined advertisements under the ocean. Um, she, uh, it's all her clothes are all splotchy and different colors and stuff, and uh, she gets made fun of for her clothes a lot. But what, after she brings Hibiki back to the surface. And, uh, you know, essentially saves him. She proves to be an even better parkour runner than him. And they really challenge each other. And, uh, you know, to Hibiki and his crew, they don't, you know, recognize that she's not a human girl. Uh, and so she's just considered to be amazing. Eventually she learns how to communicate with them and all that primarily by being read man i wish i could remember the characters names a little bit better but there is a um a woman who is doing research on the gravity anomalies and she she reads hans christian anderson's little mermaid to right to her and that is where it is not so uh <laughs> Not like the veil that they put on this to be like, hey, we're telling you that this is the Little Mermaid. It's it's honestly painted on with like really like a, a thick thick paint. Like right. you, you know, it's but the Little to be, Mermaid. To be fair, though, it's 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 Han's version of it. Yes, it is. That is just true. This yeah. is true. Um, and the whole like so to be a little bit spoily, the whole. Uh, why does the mermaid have to turn into sea foam at the end? I feel like, you know, they followed through with what they wanted to do with that, but they still right. didn't under, they still didn't answer that question as to why <laughs> they, they didn't yeah. like, uh, obviously her doing it stopped the rest of the bubbles from going crazy, but, and ended all the, uh, yeah. the, the whole phenomena in the first place i don't know i don't i don't quite get the ending to be perfectly honest but that kind of happens a lot in anime i feel like too yeah i was i was in the same boat when it when it ended i was just like oh that was beautiful like with the with the seafoam line like reading that there there were moments that were beautiful you know Mm -hmm. I, i enjoyed uh i enjoyed hibiki and uh coming out of his shell thanks to uda Yes. You know, and I enjoyed Uda learning because, you know, it's always, you know, not to use a bad pun, but the fish out of water is always an interesting <laughs> story. And like here, it's it's very interesting because, you know, she acts, they, they refer to her kind of like a cat yes. for a while. 
know, because she's she very interested like in everything. Yeah. yeah, she eats nonstop. Like, mm-hmm. her appetite is ridiculous. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. Those are the things that I enjoyed, but they weren't enjoyable enough to, like, grasp me because there was nothing new here. It was all, you know, all old tale, all being retold. The only new yeah. thing about it was the the bubbles themselves, the the gravity thing and the parkour. Right. But it's just like, I don't know, it, it, like everything kind of took a backseat to everything else. There wasn't like one specific thing that was just like, this is it. This is the story we're trying to tell. It's like, no, it's kind of just a parkour tournament, a uh, uh, moderate love story. It's not really a love story. Yeah, but like a, it's a, mostly you know. through a very long montage. And that's the part where yeah. I got bored. Like they, they're training yeah. and falling in love with each other. But that's honestly fairly deep in the movie. It takes a while for Uda to be part of the story. Um, yeah. Maybe too long. It is a short, it's not a long movie. Yeah. It's only like an hour and a half or hour it's 40 hour minutes. 40, but like, yeah. Yeah. And, and like, honestly, I, th- I think I fell asleep like maybe 20 minutes in, but only for like two minutes. Mm. Like, I, I just like, I kind of fell asleep, woke up and was like, oh, I should rewind. I was like, eh, no, I know what's going on. Like nothing had changed. Yeah. Ex- you know, exact same stuff going on. I don't remember any of the side characters. I remember one kid I, who was kind of like mildly annoying, but that was about it. Yeah, he is like, playing I, the the younger brother type character for sure. I wish yeah, I could yeah. remember the names of the characters. That's another problem. And that's that's a, just another I think that's kind of a language barrier for us. Yeah, unfortunately. It's American fault. Yeah, it's America's fault, one hundred percent. I do, I do love the names, but it's hard to put names to faces except for Hibiki and Uda. Yes, it is. There's maybe somebody named Sean. <laughs> uh, Shin. There was a Shin. Shin. Yeah, and he was cool he too. Was the... I liked his involvement. Uh, he was like uh, the an older generation of these parkour kids, and he had gotten yeah. in a bad accident. And had uh, isn't he like a a rescuer now or something like that? He ran the events to make sure that the kids oh. were being safe. Uh, That's right. But he had lost the lower half of his leg, so he has a prosthetic leg. And a little bit of a spoilers, but I mean, I feel like it's a classic anime thing if they set up that somebody is you know old school, they're going to come in and into the game. Um, right. So. He does start running with them at the end of the movie, and some of the stunts he pulls, like like the the decisions that they make because he has a prosthetic leg, I thought those were cool. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, it was pretty impractical to think that this man who hasn't trained <laughs> for the last ten years would be able to do right. this with his prosthetic leg. But it was pretty awesome. And another thing I loved about that that finale is you see them do all these cool stunts. You see them run this gauntlet and they're having a good time running, you know, like I'm mean, not good time, you know, it's it's kind of like a, right. a dire moment. But like once Hibiki and Uda get to the place where it's just them running and the rest are like, Go, you can do it. How the fuck do they get back to the main area? Yeah. They just kind of pop back up at the main area, and it's like, mm, they can't just get the boats out there because of the shit that's going on right yeah. now. So you're telling me they ran this gauntlet backwards, which we have seen is impossible to do? <laughs> no, those fuckers are stuck out in the middle there. I don't know how the hell they got well, back. Okay, so there was a- at one point in the ending where they kept on mentioning that 
the city was flooding because yeah. uh, uh, things were the gravity was going back to normal and things were falling into the ocean that weren't in there before. So uh, the, the boat was able to get there when it wasn't before. So that's one thing. But still, I agree with you. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the boat getting out there in the first place, it, like everything was falling into the ocean. Like right. You said. Yeah. Like, it's a completely dangerous I, way, place. Yeah, for there's, a boat. No, there's no way it can get there safely. Like, no, it, it was ridiculous when they got there's just like a cutaway shot where they just like show that they're all back on the mainland area. And I'm just like, all right, I must sure. have swam together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and again, not getting hit by it. anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. It, I don't know. It's it's minor pot pot convenience. Like it's nothing to really bitch about. But it was just it was one of those moments where I was watching and I was just like, Ugh, all right, like sure, like that, that's how I felt about a lot of this movie. It was just like, all right, I guess. Like, so, and, and again, I, I've I've mentioned on the podcast, Little Mermaid's like one of my least favorite Disney films. Sorry to all the people who are going to get mad, but like, and, and at the same time, I've read the Hans Christian Andersen story, not one of my favorite Hans Christian Andersen stories, so it's just <laughs> like, I, I think that's really what set it up for failure, was once it once my brain connected that this was just The Little Mermaid, I was just like, mm-hmm, alright. That could have been a downer for me too, and I don't know, maybe... I mean, I don't think that Hans Christian Andersen is the first one to come up with this story. No. Uh, and I'm sure that the Japanese culture right. has their own version as other cultures do. But I do think that the Hans Christian Andersen version is probably newer slash maybe lesser known in Japan. So maybe this telling of it is more interesting to them because they are less, uh, overexposed to the story you know what i'm saying i'm looking into it because i was you know i didn't think it was either but i'm not seeing anything that says he took it from a legend well like i don't know that he necessarily took it straight from a legend but he didn't invent mermaids and i'm saying the story no. of like a creature a beautiful creature from the sea uh meeting a man on land and magic involved he didn't come up with that story i'm talking like the 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 you know there's all there's only so many stories kind of theory the the folklore theory yeah you know. <clears throat> the Little Mermaid was created by Hans Christian Andersen in 1837. Wow. Yeah, I I yeah I don't think he like I wasn't trying to accuse him of uh, plagiarism by any means. No, no, I mean it's just like the grim fairy tale. You know, the Grimm brothers right. they did that all the time where they took legends and they wrote it right. down. Right. Like I, that's that's kind of what I thought that was too i thought i thought it was just another legend that he just wrote down but right it, it right. seems like it's a an original story by him I, I haven't i've done literally two seconds of research here so you know <laughs> tell us in the comments you yeah, know people tell us know your thoughts that'd be fun <laughs> uh so we should i think we can move on we we were only been recording for 20 minutes but I think it's pretty obvious that both of us were a little underwhelmed by this movie. And I thought yeah. the trailer looked pretty cool. And if I'm going to go ahead with my closing statement, I give it, a, I still give it a face. It's a perfectly watchable movie. Um, mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not super grabbing. I think I would have liked it better if it was an animated series, 
But if it was more primarily focused on the sport element uh, of it, like right. if like if, if it was a tournament kind of thing, like they do in anime. Um, yeah, I uh, I give it two stars. I feel bad about that, but I do um, because it's again, as we mentioned, it's a very beautiful film. The 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 animation by itself, phenomenal. Yeah, it's I love great. it. It looks great, and and you know when I when you had told me what the film was, I don't remember exactly you know what your exact words were, but it was somewhere along the lines of parkour tournament with ridiculous bubbles, everything stuck within its own dome like bubble itself. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. That sounds pretty anime and like right. awesome. I'll do that. And but yeah, it's just it's not grabbing at all. Like I, I don't know. I feel like I have to watch it with with people i feel like if we had watched maybe. this with professor ronvald the skull i might be a little more invested maybe maybe if i'd watched it maybe if i'd watched it with the, the japanese voice acting i would have been more invested like i don't know i mean that's not to say the american or the the sorry the english no, voice actors yeah the cast was fine were, weren't good yeah yeah they were they were good they did a good job uh you know there was no no issues there it's just the story. I just, I don't know. Yeah. There's something about the story I, I that say, just you know, turned me off immediately. You said it might be different if you watched it with people. And I did watch it with Sarah. And she wasn't that into it either. So yeah. I, 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 I do think that it, it, there's there's somebody out there that this is the right movie for. If you're super right. into parkour, watch the movie. If you're super into <laughs> bubbles, watch the movie. If you like Mer- The Little yeah, Mermaid, yeah. watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's i don't know it's 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 fine i you know i do yeah. definitely say that people as you said i i think people can enjoy it but not for me dog not right. for me what was for me is the film we're going to talk about after this uh soda pop break right that's right that's right but before we go and refill our waters because honestly we're too old to drink that much soda um <laughs> oh god uh, you know, that's not quite true, but we're starting to learn that we need to cut back. You know? Anyhow, if you want to help pay for our medical bills, please day. go to patreon.com slash green and faceless. I'll say that again because you might not know how to spell uh, patreon.com slash green and faceless. <laughs> Let's go for a break. Wait, there's no hair. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know how to spell oh, it myself. Man. Okay, I'll be right back. I did it. <laughs> it wasn't. And that loud. means we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> I'm not gonna keep the clapping. <laughs> a little technical detail behind the scenes. I <laughs> know we're back, and. uh as I mentioned before we took our break, this movie that we're talking about now, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, handmade for me. I love this shit. Yeah, because, right? Yeah, as a kid, this was a mainstay on our television. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, I fucking loved this. I'm sure my brother did too. I don't I don't really remember what shows we watched together. Uh, I, like movies, I can kind of remember what movies we loved watching together. But shows, I don't fucking know. Like Blue's Clues, I'm pretty sure that was all me. SpongeBob, pretty sure that was all me. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, that might have been a, a both of us thing, because he, he, I think he likes Chippendale as much as me. I think it was started in '89, right, or something like that. I actually, yeah, yeah, it was only already, a couple of years. 
Well, they were created in 43. Uh, right, for Disney. Yeah. Yes. Let's see. Rescue But the Rescue Rangers, Rangers themselves. Three years. So 89 to, I'd assume, 92. Okay. Oh, so, actually, no. 89 to 90. They were only on for two years. Oh, damn. That is kind of yeah. sad. God damn it, Dale. Damn it, fucking Dale. Jesus. Double Dale was never worth it. <laughs> Double O-Dale. Double O-Dale, <clears throat> that's right. So what's this movie about? <laughs> yeah, that was the thing about this movie is uh, th- th- this show meant a lot to me as a kid because I watched the reruns all the fucking time. Gadget, no joke. Uh, some people might find this disgusting or whatever. She was my furry awakening. Right. Like her, her and Lola Bunny, that was when I was just like, I could like furries. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I know that I liked furries, but I yeah, I, I, right. Uh-uh. It was one of those moments where it's like when when I heard uh, um, internet personalities talking about it, and it's just like I'm not a furry, I'm not a furry, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not a furry either. Wait, that's not true. I totally am a furry. <laughs> and gadget Gadget was like one of my first like uh, not just furry awakenings, but just like uh, um, love of the women uh, yeah. in general. Because Gadget is one, uh, one of the smartest freaking people in the show, probably the smartest person in the entire show. And, you know, she's a uh, uh, technician. She's always working on shit. The technician's probably not the right word, but she's always working on shit. She's always crafting. She's always building. Yeah. And it's just like, fucking loved her. She was so smart, so awesome. And uh, she's in this movie for about five minutes. So that was uh, probably the biggest flaw this film has. Yeah, that was a little yeah. disappointing because I did. I think she was one of my favorite characters in Chip and yeah. Dale Rescue Rangers, and this movie's called Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. So that's I kind of expected right? it to be about that, but really, this movie's about Chip and Dale, and 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 that's fine. And those characters are in it, and I think what they did really fucking worked. I thought it, it really you know, does. It really I, does, and it's but it's just it's just called Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers because it's a continuation of the show. It's not ignoring the show. It's not rebooting the show. Yeah. Um, well, they do hint a lot that they're trying to reboot. <laughs> yes. Yes. But <laughs> it's about the show. I, I, when you say right. it's a continuation of the show, it is an extremely meta interpretation. If you have not exactly, seen the, yeah, it's, it's uh, not. Uh, it, it's trailers. more along the lines of the show was an actual show, and right. Chippendale were actual actors. Uh, yes. it, you know, and it, it's a world where uh, animated characters and real life people live together, kind of like right. Who Framed Roger including Rabbit, including claymation characters. <laughs> yeah, including claymation characters. Literally everything. Everybody's in this, and, and I love that. I thought I think the animation is beautiful. But um, yeah. before we get into that kind of those details, the 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 show itself. Starts off just after, uh, well, I mean, it, it doesn't start off, whatever. It, they, they tell you that, as you mentioned, as we've mentioned, Double O Dale happened, which was yeah. while filming Chippendale Rescue Rangers, uh, Dale's agent gets him a job. Dave, what's Dale's agent? They name drop him a it's lot. Cyril, it's Cyril Figgis. I just can't remember the actor's name. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't even realize it was Cyril Figgis. That's hilarious. Uh, it's Dave something. Dave. Bolinari, Dave Bolinari, played it. by Chris Parnell. God, that was funny. 
I love oh, it. Oh, it's my Dave agent, Dave Bernardi. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. And, and Dale is played by Andy Samberg, and uh, yeah. uh, Chip is played by John Mulaney. Both of them I have to say, phenomenal. Yeah, I have to say this is probably my favorite Andy Samberg role because I, I, no offense to you, sir. I'm sure you're a fine human being. I'm not a huge fan of his comedy. Uh, and because That's of that, fair. I've avoided a lot of his later stuff, and maybe it's good. Maybe I would like it more, but I've avoided it. Yeah, we've been we've been told on many occasions to watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, and that'll happen yeah. someday, I'm sure. But I have not yeah. watched it. But uh, he, the thing I love him for, because uh, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm not a huge Andy Samberg fan. I do like him. I think he is a good actor. Uh, but it's just like as you said, his comedy is just not my thing. Except for The Lonely Island. I love The Lonely Island. That's pretty and, funny. <laughs> and one of the funny things about this, because I didn't recognize, realize this, uh, it's directed by Akiva Schaefer, who is a member of Lonely Island. <laughs> so, yeah, this movie, it, it's just, it was, again, it was written for me. I love Lonely Island. I love Chip and Dale. I love John Mulaney. Like, everything has fallen into place. I was sad they don't have, um, because Chip used to be voiced by Tress Mc- McNeil. She used to voice Chip. She used to voice Gadget. She voiced a lot of people. She still voices Gadget for her small role here. And she also voices, uh, they, they call it high-pitched Chip. There's a moment where they uh, Chip and Dale are arguing and they get really high-pitched. And that was Tress. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, every time they it, film the show, too, they put on their high high voice. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of like like hinting that there's a little bit of racism towards Chipmunks. Like, because <laughs> there's, there's that every time they filmed, they had to do the high squeaky voice. Uh, yep. He's like, he, he's watching Alvin and the Chipmunks on, uh, on the TV. And he's like, oh, they always have to have the Chipmunks rapping. And, and I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what they were trying to say with that. Like, it never came to a conclusion. It was just part of the comedy. It's good. Yeah, and then it comes back too because then they have to rap later on. Yes, they do. Yes, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I, love I is rapped. That, uh, Dale... John Mulaney saying, <laughs> "I rapped." So excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dale breaks up the gang because he takes this job. He takes Double O Dale. It flops, and uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers got canceled. Cut forward like what twenty some years? I can't remember how many years. Maybe thirty. And yeah, we're in the you know we're in modern it. times. Uh, Chip is an insurance agent. Uh, yep. Kind of bored with life. He has uh, he has a dog at home. That's hilarious. I love that. Yes. I love. I also love the houses. They have they have their own personal <laughs> like big hotel yeah. things. And like the way it's filmed, it looks super and big and grand. And then like they'll cut to the human perspective because again, it's a mixed world of live yeah. action and animation. And there's a human just like standing like straight up, just looking through the windows. It's like boss. <laughs> it's, just, it's good shit. I love that. They, they do a lot of. They do a lot. Also, of like his dog is so much bigger than him. It's so funny. <laughs> and he's like scratching her chin and stuff. Oh, I love uh, that. Good dog actor. Oh yeah, yeah. Good dog. Yeah, yeah. Good job. <laughs> and uh, Dale. Dale has had surgery. Dale has. Uh, yes. He's gotten CGI or sorry, CG surgery. And uh, what that means is he is not animated in cellular form, as in, like, on cells, like everybody else, like like Chip is, pretty much. 
and other other uh, animated characters. No, he is CGI. That's and right. It's great. The blend of Cell and CGI, like, really Dude, fucking good job. When I saw the trailer, I was like, man, this is going to make me laugh because it's so bad, isn't it? And, <laughs> God, it was just the opposite. I I was just yeah, really- so pleased. And we, I'll let you keep on synopsizing because I'm getting into my opinions. <laughs> That's all right. But, but Dale, he, he is, uh, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to get back in the game. He's trying mm-hmm. to make a name for himself again. He's constantly like telling people that he's got a position, that he's got a job or a role or whatever. You know, he's, he says he's doing good. But they both get contacted by old friend Monty. Uh, I don't think Monty was voiced by the same. No, uh, he, he was uh, Eric Bana. Eric, <laughs> the Hulk. <laughs> he was the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. But he's not even Australian. He is Australian. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of funny. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, Monterey Jack calls them back uh, because there is a certain individual uh, name of Sweet Pete, Sweet uh, played Pete. by Will Arnett, voiced by Will Arnett. Uh, I, I think we should. I think we should keep yeah, Sweet Pete's yeah, identity concealed. Yeah, we should. I love Sweet it's Pete. It's good though. <laughs> but he's kidnapping. He's kidnapping tunes. He's kidnapping uh, um, animator. I animator. The whole fucking thing he was doing. The rest of the comedy distracted me so much. I forgot what Sweet Pete was doing to these people. Yeah, he, he's kidnapping them and making them into bootlegs, and then having them film their own bootlegged version of their films that they were famous for. And it's sad and hilarious. Like, because yeah. you, you know, you watch the bootleg process of some characters, and you're just like, "Oh no, this is so bad!" Yeah. But you're still laughing at it. But it's just like, "Oh yeah. no!" Like they put them through this reanimation machine, and it scrambles them all up, makes them look slightly different. It was like, like when they were reading like the controls of the the computer, they're like, "It's set so that it's just barely skirting copyright laws." <laughs> It's the meta-ness of this film that's just yes. fucking hilarious. Like, that, that, so it's those good. jokes that really just get me. But that's that's the story. That is what happens is uh, then Monty gets uh, kidnapped by Sweet Pete. And yep. Chip and Dale have to overcome all of their past grudges, all of the, the, the many years between them and the detective, uh, you know, days. Yeah. And they've got to, you know, they got to get together and save their friend. They can do this. They can save them. They can do it. And they at the same can. time, they can write their lives and get back on with, you know, being happy. And uh, it's, you know, it's very similar to Who Framed Roger Rabbit in, in many ways. It's very similar to a lot of stuff. But the comedy just kept me smiling yes. the whole fucking time. Oh my like, I don't think there was a single second I was not smiling. Like, yes. literally. I, like... I think the smile started as gritted teeth because I was worried about what was going to happen, but it became (laughs) so funny so fast. And it's not like, it's not like airplane funny. It's, you know, it's, it's not like sticky. Sometimes it can be, but it's, it's witty funny. Like, you know, John Mulaney. And so if you like John Mulaney stand up, you're going to love this. Yeah. Uh, I I think the best joke. 
Go ahead. Sorry, I think the best thing that got me was uh, they go into the they, when they're going to find Sweet Pete, they have to go into the valley. <laughs> they got to go into the valley, and, and that valley is the Uncanny Valley. The uncanny and valley. the jokes, the jokes they make there are fucking phenomenal. I almost sweat my pants. Yeah, specifically Seth Rogen. I Seth Rogen plays a uh, uh, um, a motion capture dwarf. And yeah. uh, it's it's very much making fun of uh, films like uh, Beowulf and uh, what was the they they say he has a specific Polar Express he has Polar Express yeah. eyes yeah like <laughs> it looks hilarious you can't tell what he's looking at ah oh, so funny I loved all those jokes Seth Rogen he he, he is great in this also like yes his moments oh <laughs> fucking it's character. all funny what is the character's name. Uh, Bob, right? Maybe as yeah, Bob. Yeah. Yep. He's a he's not just a dwarf. He's a Viking dwarf. Um, oh, he's a Viking which, dwarf. Which honestly, kind of, if you think about it, North. If you think about the Germanic folklore version, that's what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not the not the mean word for little people. Um, no, which is kind of confusing, and, uh, honestly. But, yeah, <laughs> but there are uh, uh, there are other phenomenal voice actors. You know, um, there's uh, Dennis Haysbert plays Zipper. Uh, Dennis Haysbert is the the Allstate guy. Love yeah. it. That shit was great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Keegan Michael Key plays Bjornson, the cheesemonger. He's a Muppet that uh, helps the. Well, he doesn't help, but he. Um, uh, I, I don't want to spoil it. He's in it for a bit. I love that. Yeah. He starts off like I would never have recognized it as Keegan Michael Key. Never. Right. No. Um, he starts off like doing like a fake like Swedish or uh, something accent, something European. <laughs> hurgy, burgy, burgy. Like yeah, there's it's, it's definitely the, a the... Muppet that's exactly like this, but it's not that character. Yeah. And <laughs> I just remember, I just remembered there's underground Muppet fighting in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of shit, man. I love, I loved it. It's good. There, there's also uh, J.K. Simmons who plays yes. Captain S. Putty. He's the he's the claymation that you were talking yes, about, he is. and that's that's phenomenal. Like I can't, can't believe they got J.K. Simmons through a this. day with a clean shirt. <laughs> oh man, there's a lot. Uh, another one I did want to mention because it had me laughing constantly was Ugly Sonic, played by Tim Robinson. <laughs> uh, because it, I don't remember how many people know out there or remember, but when I first released the trailer for the first Sonic the Hedgehog film, Sonic was ugly as fuck. They, yeah. like, they really tried to humanize him. They gave him human teeth. Like He looked gross. <laughs> and the jokes they make in this movie on Ugly Sonic are great. It's, yeah, it's, they just decided he's a different character than, than the, like they just recast him is what they yeah, did yeah. And they reanimated they recasted him <laughs> it's just so great because there's moments where they just focus on his teeth and it's just like you know chip gets lost or dale gets lost in his teeth and it's like ugly sonic is saying shit but dale is just focus just like looking at those teeth just like chomp and chew and it's just like what is this it's so disturbing <laughs> i loved it it's so funny uh 
So uh, I do want to mention just because she was throughout the movie, Kiki Lane plays yes. uh, a rookie officer on the LA- LAPD under Putty, whose name is Ellie Steckler. And yes. uh, she is helping Chippendale out. She becomes a suspect at one point. I'll I'll leave that yeah, up she's, to you. She's yeah, she's a super huge fangirl. Um, right. But the problem is like the way it showed, uh, my problem at least, was that it, it seemed very obvious, you know, what was a red herring, what wasn't a red herring, yeah. and what the yeah. actual issue was. But at the same time, this movie isn't even trying to hide that. No. Like it, it's, no, it's not. Yeah, it's it, it even discusses it also, which is like hilarious. Right. Like, so, you know, I, I give it a pass on that, even though I was kind of just like, oh, you know, I bet A and B are the bad guys and C is just a red herring. It didn't end up mattering, but the comedy far makes up for it 100%. So I do have to say, I, I, I hope I don't insult uh, Kiki Lane. I felt out of all the performances, hers was the most flat. But yeah. it might have been a choice. Like, because it, it. So, for one thing, she's talking. She's essentially talking to people who are off camera and pretending that right. they're little chipmunks. That's not <laughs> easy to do. But she, also, it kind it maybe felt like humans being a little more two dimensional made sense in this world. And maybe that was a choice. But I, I just wanted to bring that up that I didn't I didn't quite jive with her performance, which is upsetting because she's really the only female character in this besides Gadget. Gadget comes in later, but she is not used at all. And, and really, neither is Kiki Lane. And so no, that is kind of a little upsetting. bit of a disappointment in this movie is that there I mean, it's you know, it's 2022. I feel like uh, it's been pretty evident the last 10 years how important it is for us to change right uh so that part's a little disappointing but all in all i still love this fucking movie i was in the same boat with you because it's like kiki lane is i can uh i mean she she did what she could with the role but it was like not everybody can be bob hoskins or haskins in uh uh, who framed rob rabbit you know like that guy Yeah, like they they let him just act. They let him like be a, a cigar smoking. Like, what the hell? What are you doing? Come on, hey, hey, you know. But yeah. she she had to be a possible suspect. You know, she right. had to be. You know, she couldn't give away too many emotions. She you know she just had to act like a fangirl. It's just yeah, it, it's a little. It is a disappointing part of this film too. Uh, but again, I think the story and the comedy made up for it. So, I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, and I mean John Mulaney alone made up for. It. I love John Mulaney. Like his voice, his voice is as uh, uh, Chip. I always get them mixed up. His voice as Chip was hilarious because like yeah. I didn't watch the trailer for this. I was just like I was ready to watch it just because I love the show. I didn't watch right. the trailer for Bubble either. You know, I was just I was so involved. Like I'm, I'm gonna do this. And then when when once John Mulaney started talking as Chip, I was just like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's so perfect. <laughs> Yeah, that said, yeah. one of the one of the bigger problems I had was uh, the animation. As I mentioned, great. The lip syncing, not so great. No, I did not at all. So like, 
I know it's, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but like when you watch these kind of animation films, it really seems like those creatures are the ones talking, right? Right. Like when you watch it, you can believe it. I wasn't at all feeling like John Mulaney and Ad, uh, Andy Samberg's voice were coming out of Chippendale. It, it really just felt like, you know, these animations and then voice lay in the background over it. It didn't, it didn't sync up well. And I, I think part of it m- might just be. They weren't high and squeaky. <laughs> Yeah, they, they weren't they weren't high and squeaky. They weren't the the voice actors I knew and loved as right. these roles. But like it, it just didn't have that that childhood nostalgia, which is fine. And, and I think that might have been the only thing pulling me out from from thinking that those voices were coming from Chippendale because it's just like again, like for the first like 30 minutes of this film, it just seemed like those two were moving their lips and John Mulaney and Andy Samberg's voice were just in the background like, you know, mm-hmm coming in at the same time but after a while i think that kind of went away and i was just truly believing you know john mulaney was chip and andy samberg was dale but it it took a long time for me to to get there so should we do closing statements indeed yes uh you know i think i give it uh it's a hard decision between three and three and a half i think i'm giving it three and a half because i i really enjoyed it the voice work is fun it's an enjoyable film that I, I think is tater tot friendly. I don't think there's a lot of there, there's not a lot of adult humor. Yeah, it's written for adults, but it's safe for kids. Yeah, because I think I think there's a lot of adult humor, but I don't think most kids will get it. You know, right. it's not it's less innuendo and more like, hey, this is how life works. But like all in all. We've mentioned the issues with it. I think the the story and the jokes outweigh, and I highly recommend it. It's on Disney Plus, so you know, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Disney, give us some money. So, <clears throat> I think that it might be a face and a half movie. I really did enjoy it. I'm, I, you know, maybe on a second watch, I'll, I'll change that. But because I think a face and a half requires the movie to be rewatchable. Uh, so we'll we'll see, but I did just fucking enjoy it from start to finish, yeah. and I really didn't think I was going to. I was really expecting it to be bad, <laughs> and I'm so so happy it wasn't. Like it wasn't just that it passed, and because I was expecting it to fail, that it is that I'm happy with it. It legitimately is a good film. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, I, I was expecting some Tom and Jerry bullshit. Like, you know, that yeah, movie came too. out. And oh, it was so was so frustrating, so annoying. And I, I was really expecting that again, especially when I heard that it was going to be a mix of live action and animation. You know, I was just right. like, well, here we go again. Here we we got to milk that Who Framed Roger Rabbit barrel dry as much as fucking possible. But man, when it's done right, it's good. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, mad props to Akiva Schaefer, the director. You know, you did a great job. Uh, it's written by Dan Greger and Doug Mand. Good job, guys. Like, you know, you, you, you pulled some great comedy. I don't know how much of it. I assume there wasn't probably a lot of improv, even though John Mulaney and Andy Samberg are probably both really good at improv, I would imagine. Right. I um, would imagine so, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like when it's animation, you can't do much improv because you kind of have to plot it out beforehand. I think, if anything, you can ad-lib it as long as it is the same amount of time second-wise. Because at least when they're dubbing anime, 
they've already got the animation there so they have to fit it in that size i'm not sure like when you're animate i know when they do 3d stuff it the voice acting comes first and then they yeah. animate around it but i'm not so sure how 2d animation necessarily yeah. if ne- it necessarily works that way i'm not sure yeah, I'm not. I'm not either. But like, mad props to the animators. Like, not only again, you did cell animation, you did 3D animation, mm. you did uh, <laughs> the stop motion. Photorealistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah photorealistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, they did everything. It was, it was. It was a really well done blend. Like it. A lot of it. It just works together. The Muppets. You know, you got you got hand Muppets in there. Yeah. Like, so good. Mad props. Yeah. It was a very bold film. With, uh, you know, they don't do much new, but I really don't care because I was smiling and laughing the whole fucking time. Yeah. The comedy was just on point. So I don't know if we necessarily need to say it, but uh, I, 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 this isn't even an assumption. We both agree (laughs) Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers is, is the winner of this stare go. Never would have thought it. good. Nope, never would have thought. Yeah, when I when we had these two movies next to each other, I was like, "Well, I hope that bubble movie's good." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. I was just like, "Man, I, I just thought it was going to be a disappointment." I didn't realize how much uh, impact Lonely Island had on it. I didn't realize. Yes. The, you know, oh, there's some dog. My my dog went oh. a little crazy. There we go. <laughs> so a little, little taste of garlic there at the end for you guys. No. But yeah, I'm so happy you all joined us. I think that is the show. I think um, so, too. Have we already pitched Patreon.com? I think we did. We did, but we could do it again. Go to Patreon.com slash Green and Faceless. See what it's all about, you know? Who knows yeah. what it could be? Who knows what mysteries lie behind the curtain? And until <laughs> you pull aside the curtain to discover those mysteries, I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels, good rescuing, and good night. Sometimes, some crabs. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe, or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.